Thank you for tuning into the Natural Habitat Podcast. This episode is brought to you by my brand new album on Spotify and iTunes and Apple Music, Google Play, Amazon, everywhere else. Deezer, if you've used that place. I've never heard of it, but it's available there. And that is called The Lost Tapes. Um, now, this is a sort of a compilation album of stuff that I put together that was some of it was never released some of it was released on you know small websites and not full digital distribution and there's a few new songs on here so um i wanted to just kind of go through and talk about uh some of the tracks on this album because uh because they they mean a lot to me the first one is called universe and uh, it was the first solo song that I made when I started Natural Habitat Recordings, uh, the, the huge, giant multimedia business that I now have that is, that is providing this podcast for you. And, um, you know, this was before the millions of dollars, before the, the giant houses, before the Lamborghinis. All I had was this song, Universe. And... I was on a real positive tip, and uh, also I spelled it with a capital V because it was one verse, and I was like, universe, uno, verse, one verse, that's, ooh, look at how clever I am, and looking back at it, it's fucking retarded, but uh, universe, first song on the album. Next is Padded Walls, which is a track by uh, the So High Click, which was a group that I was in a few years ago. And that's a, uh, that's a previously unreleased song that I think came out on Dat Killer Chris's SoundCloud. But, you know, that's SoundCloud. Nobody even listened. I'm pretty sure it only had like two plays. So now this is available everywhere, worldwide, and probably out in space. You could probably get it on the space station. So you guys on the ISS, if you're listening to this, Padded Walls is an unreleased So High Click song. Um, the next two songs, Hawaiian Punch and Childhood Sundays, are both off of the Natural Habitat mixtape, which is available at Bandcamp and uh, places like that. Now, these two songs, which are a couple of my personal favorites, are available on Spotify and everywhere else. Next is Man Down, which is a brand new song, including, uh, including featuring... Hanaya and Roach Clip, both of Rogue Media 805 fame. And this is a great fucking song. This is the first song that we did with Hanaya. And, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of history in this song. Um, you know, we've, we've told the story before, but Hanaya and I knew each other for years, knew, knew that we made music, but never had listened to each other's music. And then, uh, we opened the studio. I told her about it one day. She came over. We put on a beat, which was this beat from Man Down. And she wrote the hook for it right there. Boom. Wrote it and recorded it. Sang it. Everybody was thoroughly impressed. Shocked by her skill. And we're like, we all, we all teamed up at that moment. So this is the song that started it all. Started it all. This is the song that started it all. There it is. <laughs> I knew I could say it if I tried. Uh, we'll cut out all that stuff of me attempting to say a simple sentence. 
Um, so man down, the one that started it all. <laughs> Next up is survive. That's another brand new track with myself and that killer Chris. Um, that's just a solid, solid track, a good anthem track. And, uh, you know, it's all about, it's all about trying to survive, man. That struggle, that struggle of trying to survive. I mean, it's really a, a stereotypical topic, but I think we did a good job with it. Um, Talk A Lot is on there, which is another unreleased song from last year that I did, and I've been sitting on it. I haven't been sitting on it because it's great. I personally don't like it. It's my least favorite song on the album. But uh everybody that I've shown it to seems to enjoy it. And it was unreleased, so I included it because I wanted it to have a home. So now it does on Spotify and other places. Um... Then we have Fake News, which is a track featuring Rogue Status, and that's brand new from this year, um, was released on my SoundCloud, which again, not very big, but now that's available everywhere. And the last song is A Tale of Destiny, um, that, you know, I just wanted to include that because I think it's a, uh, I think it's a powerful, a, a deep, powerful topic. And I tried my best to tackle it, that it's a story of an actual true murder that happened in my area. And, uh, you know, the story just like hit me for some reason when I heard about it. And it affected me a lot, I think, because I had like nieces that were around that age. And, you know, I came from that, from that fucked up, you know, life of, of drugs and only having your friends and your friends fucking you over, but never to that extent. So that's a crazy story for sure. <clears throat> um, I did talk to, uh, talk to destiny is her name spelled like in the song. And I did talk to her mother and showed her the song and, uh, you know, she appreciates what I tried to do with it. So I'm not trying to, you know, oh, this, this crazy murder happened. I'm going to capitalize on that. I tried to use it to tell a story. And, uh, you know, that, that one means a lot to me for sure. So Taylor Destiny wraps it up. And that is the Lost Tapes, a nine track album by me available everywhere. So go and listen to it. Enjoy, save it, uh, buy it on iTunes if you like, or just stream it wherever. So the lost tapes, boom. Maybe the link will be in the description. Maybe not. Who knows? I'm really bad at stuff like that. But today we got William Waffles. We got Awesome Ty. We got myself. We're here and we're ready to do it. So let's go. I don't drink soda. <laughs> that was clever. Good job. To shave or not to shave. That in uh, No Shave November, is that still a thing? Yeah, but if women participate in No Shave November, they also participate in No D December. Oh, that's a meme from three years ago. <laughs> I came up with that one. Y'all could suck a dick. Did you? Did you start I that did. meme? 
I did. That's dope. Congratulations, man. I didn't know that. that that's a William Waffles right there. I didn't know that I knew a meme lord. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you, mm-hmm. did you know that Bill was a meme lord? No, I didn't. I had no idea. Now you know. I do, mm-hmm. but I'm going to forget probably. Does your hat say finesse in the style of friends? Yeah. I like that. That's dope. <laughs> you have on like a lot of like TV show logos that aren't quite right. I know, right? Huh? Yeah. There's like two and they match. And you're like, yeah, huh? Not going to not going to necessarily steal anything or break any copyright laws, but I do like these shows. Yeah. Were you were you a fan of friends? No. No. Just, just the font uh, yeah. and the clapping. Yeah. yeah, and my mom used to watch it when I was a kid. That was like Friends and Frasier were like the new shows when I was a child in my household that we would watch. I mean, I, there was really no escaping its popularity in the nineties. Absolutely, and especially not. considering it was on NBC, which was like the channel the poor kids got that didn't have cable. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was yeah. definitely me. It was the only channel. Yeah, the was, one that was the Thursday Thursday prescribed viewing. What about you, Bill? <laughs> Did you watch Friends when you were a kid? No, I actually just watched it a couple months back. Like for the first time? Mm-hmm. And tried to like oh, learn man. about that Ross. Can't and, hold up. Learn about Ross and Rachel's it, trouble. It holds relationship. up a little, man. I mean really? I found a lot of jokes funny, but then again, you know, I'm thirty. So Yeah. I think it hit it hit that age bracket for me of like you time in life period thing. You watched it as a child. It's gotta have some, you know, like kind of nostalgia, like nineties. Yeah, yeah, I didn't watch it as a child, I watched it as an adult. No, I meant just like just to the time period, you know what I mean? Like Yeah. Like Phoebe will be on the couch and she'll be like Tear down that wall, Gorbachev. With like a massive, with a massive um, brick cordless phone. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Before talking about technology and shows, one of the most interesting um, forms of that I've ever seen is in uh, Supernatural, because it's been going for like fourteen years now. Yeah. So when they started. The guys, while they're hunting and everything, pretty much solely use books and libraries and, like, journals and shit. And then as the years go, you see them starting to use the internet with flip phones and, and then computers. And it's funny because later on in the in the seasons of the show, you even hear them complaining about the technology that they're using that helps them do what they do quicker. <laughs> so they So the show grows with the real world? Yeah. Like how we got to see, uh, who's that kid? There's a kid that we got to see grow up in some TV show that I'm thinking of. You know what uh, I'm saying? Boy Meets World. Yeah, Boy Meets World. Corey. <laughs> yeah. He went from like a, like an eight-year-old child to like an 18-year-old in front mm-hmm. of a camera and like grew up with everybody. I guess they the same with JTT. Yeah. From uh, Corn, yeah. the lead singer of Corn. I feel like JTT had a smaller window of popularity. Like, he was only popular from the time he was, like, probably, like, what, like, 11 to, like, 14? Yeah. Then he was struggling for and a while. Then, yeah, just kind of nothing. Up until but now. I feel like. You, you know who else we saw grow up? Who? Screech and Zach Morris. I mean, kind of, but yeah. not really. I mean, because yeah, Saved yeah, by the Bell went all the way. Are like yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah, they were like they had the initial first yeah. season, which nobody remembers where they were went to middle school, 
And then they had they, Mr. Building and shit wasn't even on there. Uh-huh. Yep. That was like it was called something else. I don't remember what it was called, but it, was, it wasn't even called Saved by the Bell, but it was. And then it, it stretches all the way to like the the TV movie where they get married. Yeah, college yeah. years. They did. They college did high years. School, fuck college it. years. Malibu uh, nights. Fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> where, where they went to like all that an island that did fucking like work for the year. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and then shit. finally, like Zach and Kelly get married, and I think that's like the end of it. So I mean, they kind of yeah, yeah. Full House. That's the Full one. House girls. You pretty much see. You see like, especially if you consider now that they have Fuller House, where you see them. You know, blossom into their their own motherhood. Yeah, but then you missed a lot. You know. Yeah, you missed that Jody Sweeten's meth addiction. Yeah, I mean that was never explained on Full House. <laughs> that would have been great to capture for the show. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, I haven't seen any Fuller House. So pieces I of the, I mean, it's terrible. <laughs> pieces of the set just come up missing every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> the most impressive thing about Fuller House is that they managed to successfully piece together like a, a good uh, version of the set, like the house. <clears throat> yeah, that's convincing. They just got it out of storage. Like, I want to oh, say, shit. I want to say that they used that house for something else. That that house was in two shows. It might have been two different shows, but I know that they recycled the house for a show, and that like two TV show families lived in the exact same house. That's crazy. I know that's like a popular tourist destination in San Francisco is the full house house. Really? I don't even I'm sure it wasn't the same house on the inside, you know what I mean, but the external full house. Yeah, the one that they just filmed for the cutscenes and takes pictures in front of Yeah, like uh, uh, just like the Goonie house up here in Oregon. Yeah, you do the truffle shuffle in front of the Goonie house. It's like a big thing. I've seen at least three and of them. And we my have friends. the Beetlejuice house. Mhm. Beetle guy's house. We also have the arachnophobia barn. Is out uh, outside of like Paso. Yeah, but that's. I mean, I don't even know what that looks like. It just looks like a barn. I'm pretty sure it looks like every other barn. I think. I think all barns are built off of like the same blueprint. It's like a you know big square building. You have the T like or the A frame like uh, like roof, and then inside you have like a loft for hay, and then stables on one side. Yeah, and it's always very poorly looking. You know, constructed. Very raggedy. We have dirt <laughs> and straw and dilapidated and falling apart. Use poop for flooring. It's like that's the, even in third world countries they use clay. Yeah. You're gonna use poop for flooring in America? It's crazy. And the Budweiser horses live in shit like that. Our most prized possession. The, the Budweiser horses the do Bud, not live in shit like that. The Budweiser Clydesdales live in poop. Those, those Clydesdales have like the the. Better, better place than I do. You think they sleep in beds? I mean, horses don't lay yeah, down when the they sleep, guys. So. <laughs> yeah, horses lay down sometimes. Yeah, to cool off. Yeah, well, not to sleep. You think they cool off in beds? No, they probably cool off on the nice, cool floor. A nice, cool floor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, if you, I, I bet you, if you could fucking find. The house, the 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 stable for the Budweiser Clydesdales. You would be sp- so fucking impressed by it. I wonder if I can find it. Budweiser, probably Clydesdale. Oh, here's the stable locations: <laughs> Warm Springs Ranch, home of the Budweiser Clydesdales. 
It's a breeding farm for Budweiser Clydesdales, resting on a 300-plus acres of lush rolling hills in the heart of Missouri. Yeah, I see way better than my house. Now they need to check my birthday to go look at the fucking horses? What kind yeah. of shit is that? I don't I mean, want you can't, beer. You can't, be, you can't be 17 or under and look at horses online. I mean, net neutrality, my guy. Wait, now I want my birthday again? I have to complete the form below to unlock the photo gallery? <laughs> okay, here we go. I got some goods now. I'm going to share the screen so that Bill can see it. I'm also going to... Uh, actually, I'm going to move this over here. Unshare that screen. Share the other screen. Pop this up. This is all great for an audio podcast, I think, right? Me explaining. Right. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, this is this is where they live. Nice yeah, barn. Gorgeous. Not like the barn yeah, that we explained at all. Yeah, it's not all. No. Mm-hmm. See, I told you these motherfuckers they got that are Anheuser like, Bush money, though. Yeah. Yeah, these guys are pampered. Like Look at this. There's poop on the floor. There's no poop. Yeah, I don't really see any poop actually. No. I mean, frankly, I think those those horses have a better living situation than any one of us. Yeah, Bill was right. Look at that. Look at how poop free this sawdust floor is. Yeah. Sometimes they get snow. There's probably a stable boy that you know just follows them around with a, a shit bag. Yeah, and as soon as they, they just shit, shit he right, catches it. And <laughs> yeah, they the just floor. right into a bag. Yeah, it doesn't even hit the floor. And it's funny that he's not allowed in any of the pictures. It looks like they take care of themselves almost, right? Like they're totally self sufficient. Look, they even made a statue of themselves. Yeah. How do they do that? They don't have the hands for that. We could, we could call Anheuser-Busch Communications and ask all the questions. <laughs> we could. That actually reminds me. We got a call back from, uh, or an email back, rather, from... From Jerry Brown? Yeah, from Jerry Brown. Oh, shit. We went, we called, uh, we called the governor a couple episodes ago. To try oh, yeah. to, to try to get some information on California's new uh, net neutrality law that we passed, and then immediately got sued for. Um, <laughs> and and we called and we talked to uh, we like talked to someone in the press department or left a message or something, and we got this email back that said, uh, "Hello, Tyler. So this is for you, Ty. Pay attention. Thanks for your interest in SB eight twenty two." We'll let the governor's signature of the bill speak for itself. If we weigh in further on this issue, we'll let you know, but I don't expect an interview will be doable. My best, Ali. Ali Bay, Deputy Press Secretary, Office of Governor Jerry Brown, Ali.Bay at gov. Wow. California.gov, 916-445-4571. Wow. Okay, I... I denied any sort of talking. What what do you think they're hiding? Why why is it that the governor's office doesn't want to address the matter? What did he say? We think that the governor's signature speaks for itself? Yeah. What even does that mean? Yeah, that sounds like We're asking that, about that, the, that means his final statement on the bill that he passed. We're asking about the pending litigation going on from the Trump administration. We didn't ask about whether he signed the bill or not. <laughs> It doesn't answer any of our questions. <laughs> no, it really doesn't. But at least we got some sort of response. An email, at least. Um, did you guys hear this new uh, this new Laurel Yanni that's going around the internet? 
No. It's called Brainstorm or Green Needle? Uh, no, that's not new. I, I remember hearing that like a couple years back. Oh, really? Yeah. I just recently saw this. It oh, was- yeah, it's a trip. I can hear uh, Brain Needle and Green Storm as well. It's just whatever you think about. Really? Yeah. Yeah, this was republished... Uh, well, it looks like in May. Let's hear it. No, I'll be the, the definitive. All right. Here it is. So it all depends on what you think of. So what is it? What are the two things? If you think brainstorm, you'll hear brainstorm. And if you hear green needle. All right. I'm going to hear brainstorm. Okay. I heard, I heard something needle. Okay. Let me. I heard brain needle. I heard something needle for sure. Yeah. I don't know what the first word was, but. Brain needle. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what it sounded like, brain needle to me. I definitely didn't hear storm. Yeah, I might. And be- I, was, I was like trying to hear storm, so. I it- call bullshit. Yeah. See, it worked on me. And it might have just been what I heard it on, maybe because I listened to it on my phone instead of on the headphones. Yeah, I think that could always play a difference. Yeah, like the, the, the headphones is a different type of audio. I think just like hearing it out loud is the way to do it. Yeah, or you want to hear it from like a little chintzy speaker, so that way you, you can't catch up. You can't catch all the frequencies. You only catch so many. And it's a lot easier to manipulate that, I think. But it worked for me to where I I had to like rewind it and make sure that it didn't play two different things. Because it went from brainstorm to green needle, back to brainstorm, and then I had to go back and think of them like in a different sequence. Because I thought that it just changed itself. You know what I mean? Like someone yeah. was trolling me. I'm always afraid I'm getting trolled in today's <laughs> today's time. Twenty almost 2019. Everything's a troll, and everyone's a troll. You guys trolling me? I I mean, I've been trolling you. The whole time? You have been trolling me pretty much our whole friendship. (laughs) Years. Same with Bill, I think. There's a long con going on here. Yeah? I mean, I can't just expose it. So no. just know that there's an end game. Okay. I mean, the con, you're still being trolled. (laughs) I just can't tell you, you know, like, the meaning of it all. Okay. Do you know the meaning of it all? Of course I do. Okay, what kind I'm of grifter? Sure. I mean, I'm not going to enter yeah. into a long con grift without having, you know, an exit strategy at the very least. Yeah, you're right. I guess you're right. Bill's fucking dabbing it up over there. That's got to be the sixth dab that you've taken since we started the show. I like dabs. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. No judgment. I'm just I mean, saying. It sounds like you're kind of judging me over there. No, not at all. I'm jealous is what it is, is that I don't have dabs. Uh, I have this dab pen. Um, well, I don't have old school bag hash like you're sucking on. So, <laughs> yeah, that is pretty old school. It's not bad though. No, I'm actually a little jealous of that. <laughs> oh, sweet! We'll fox with each other. Uh, did you guys hear about um, Drake and Eleven from Stranger Things? Yeah, that's kind of like dated now. I think. Really? Yeah. yeah. They've been texting though. Yeah. Yeah, They've been it's kind of creepy, and the internet's kind of like, yeah, it's kind of it's, it's super Drakey thing though. You know what I mean? Like, of course he is texting with like an eleven year old. Yeah, I think it'll be relevant for another five years until she turns eighteen. Yeah, or however yeah. old she is. I just, I mean, that's 
I would be more more surprised to learn that Drake wasn't texting with the with a child from Stranger Things. You're the only one who can see me for the most part, right, Mikey? No, Ty can see you too. Oh, okay. We have you on the big screen. Oh. Well, that, uh, that would have been great for anybody. You look like Walter on. White in like the last season of Breaking Bad, like he when does. he's in remission and he's living in the car. Look at this picture that he sent me this morning. I was like, you look so distinguished, like a father. Like Walter White. <laughs> Are you looking at your own picture that you sent me? I solid. do. That's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's solid. Very solid. Um... Before we get to our famed and much anticipated uh, segment, wrenches and gears, we're no, talking. Hold on, hold on. No, play the theme song yet. Before we get to wrenches and gears, it's time for our science segment. Science. Time for the science theme song. You guys ready? We're gonna play it. Uh, I already have this, of course, pre-recorded, just like every other theme song. So here it is. Play that, and we'll be right back. Bill science, Nye, science, the science guy. Science, Bill, science, Bill, science, Bill, Bill, science, Bill, science, Bill, 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 Science, science. All right. The science theme song. A favorite. Definitely a favorite around here. People say that, uh, people say, Mikey, I love the science theme song. One guy said that. That was me. Fuck, that was you. You did say that. (laughs) Okay. Maybe nobody likes that part. I don't give a shit. I'm not sure. But, um, today in science, uh, Telescopes in Australia, which seems to be a pimp place for astrology, astronomy, astrology, astronomy, which one is about stars and which one is about the signs. Astrology is about the signs. Astronomy. Astrology is the cooler sounding one. And that's why they took the cool sounding one. So astronomers can, uh, can, for some reason in Australia, get a pimp view into space. And they've picked up a huge number of um, short radio bursts, which, uh, fast radio bursts, actually, which are uh, little bursts of energy that are equivalent to 80 years of the energy released by the sun. And we don't know where they come from. They come from deep space. What is that? A fast radio burst? Did you hear that? Are there fast radio bursts in this episode? Well, maybe if we were in Australia, we could we could detect them. Crikey. Crikey. But um, what happened is we've, in all time, we've detected... We've detected like 15 fast radio bursts in the history of us studying space. And in the past year, we've detected 20. So it's doubled our number that we can study and figure out what they are. So for some reason, they're happening a lot more. Oh, my God. I know what happened. 
What happened? I know why Tesla put the goddamn car into outer space. Why? Because he was returning the one live gray that we had from Area 51 incident back to space, in which at this point he's already communicated with his fellow beings, uh, knowing, allowing them to know that we are ready for intergalactic uh, commingling, essentially. Wait, he's an alien? Is that what you just said? The guy in the spacesuit was an alien. Oh, I thought you said Elon Musk was an alien. No, he sent the alien back <clears throat> to the other aliens. I see. Maybe it was like, maybe we had him and he's dead and we'd like sent we sent his body as like a viking funeral kind of thing out of respect cuz the aliens were like you you killed our comrade or you have him held hostage and Elon Musk was like kind of like is. how um Trump demanded one of the conditions of dealing with North Korea is that they send the bodies of our our dead soldiers back that they've been for some reason hoarding yeah holding on to and keeping yeah they've got these corpses that they've been keeping since the 1970s for whatever reason probably for this exact exchange and now they've just shipped them on over back for, to le- the, the, for leverage they had them apparently yeah for as a bargaining chip and i mean they only work successful. as leverage for like so we've six been hanging on to this and they start to deteriorate i mean but not alien corpses alien corpses are forever well, yeah. preserved with with some sort of Alien like, preservative that we like, don't like, like the alien corpse was, you know, like being preserved down in Area 51 in like in liquid carbonite, frozen or something, right? Shit. Right, with some sort of you know, some sort of I mean, ooze, to be factual about goo it. that we, you know, is made up of some sort of elements that aren't on the periodic yeah. table. I'm we, talking like I'm thinking a mix of like the Matrix and Han Solo when he gets frozen in carbonite. And then also like the, the Ninja Turtle ooze. Yeah, with the Ninja Turtle ooze in there. And also, um, let's throw in... Uh, Land Before Time for some reason. And the band from, from Dust Till Dawn. I think oh, they're okay. called Tito, Tito and Tarantula. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, like the Mariachi really, Band? Yeah, they're a really good band, but they're like a rocked-out Mariachi Band. They're going to be a part of whatever we're talking about also. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but that's crazy, man. I don't know what they are. These fast radio bursts, nobody does. But hopefully, we're just getting better at detecting them, and that's why there's more lately, or some crazy shit's about to happen out in be. outer space, and we're detecting it. There could be like a war going on involving the stars. Those could be laser blasts in a Star Wars. Pew pew. I mean, a Star's war. There could be a star of galaxies death out there. and galaxies away. Yeah. In the f- in the future, but also in the past somehow. Yeah, future past. Past future. It could be, man. You never know. I mean, I'm not a scientist, so I have no idea. Are, are, either, are either of you guys scientists? I have my PhD. In what? Smoking pot. <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm a science scientist per se, but I would say I'm the science-est. Okay. The scientist. The you most, know what I mean? the yeah, most exactly. sciencey. Exactly. Scientist. So, I mean, in a sense, that that's, you know, better than a scientist. I'm more of a scientist. Oh, okay, like yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I'm kind of a scientist. Wow. Oh, what? You don't like our self-given titles? No. Well, you I can't. worked hard for my PhD, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you did. But now in 2019, anybody, that's, what if that's the new thing? Anybody could be a doctor. Anyone can identify as a doctor. You know how, like, you can identify as a turtle or, like, you know, a woman if you want to? What if the next thing is a doctor? 
Well, well, here, this is why I don't trust doc- doctors. What are their businesses called? They're called. It's not called a business. What's it called? Practice. Yeah. Practice. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. They're yeah. just practicing it as well. Haven't you ever heard that practice makes business? Perfect? I thought it was practice no, makes business. No, no. Pra- practice doesn't make perfect. Wait, what does practice make? Nothing. Practice makes a an office where a doctor works. Yeah. Practice makes nothing. Well, then what's with the what's with the fifty thousand the five thousand hour rule? What? How much is it? Three thousand hours? Ten million hours. Ten million hours. Ten million hours to become uh, an expert. Ten free labor. million. Free labor. Free. What about free labor? Wait. Isn't that- <laughs> <laughs> ten billion hours of free labor. Yeah. No, I'm talking ten billion hours of practice. If well, you, what do they get when they're done practicing? You become an expert. No, they don't. There's no experts. Expert doctors? Yeah. Yeah, there are. There's definitely expert doctors. Dr. Phil. Dr. Yeah, but he Oz. still runs a practice. Yeah, Dr. Oz. Uh, just, just because you're a doctor doesn't mean you're not practicing still. You don't know everything. Nobody knows everything. Yeah, but once you get perfect, you got to keep practicing. Because mm. practice keeps perfect. There's also an expert. It's a phrase that we never really get to. But practice yeah, makes perfect. Yeah, because nobody's perfect. And practice keeps perfect. There is no perfect. Yeah, you're right. There is no perfect. Except for Dr. Phil, I would say. He's pretty close. Yeah, Dr. Phil, I mean, a lot of people don't know this, but he's actually, uh, there's only a couple of these, but he's a doctor of every type of thing. Mm-hmm. You can be a doctor, you can have a doctorate of. Yeah. So, so he is, you know, he's a psychologist, he's a surgeon, mm-hmm. he's a veterinarian. He's an ear, nose, I mean, and throat really, doctor. He can just, he, he's a medicine man, is what they called yeah. him in, in, you know, the old olden days. Yeah, a medicine a, man. He just, a he's a healer. Snake oil He's a healer. He just, you know, whatever ails you, Dr. Phil can, he can get you back up to, <laughs> up and running. It's very true. I've seen it happen a lot. Mostly you in short videos. Be it a root canal or an exorcism. Mm-hmm. Dr. Phil. I've seen a lot of, a surprising amount of short Dr. Phil videos, uh, mostly online. Like on Facebook, a lot of them are uh, when they do like like a remix, like a Doctor Phil remix, where they'll take a bunch of words out and change a bunch of things around. Have you not seen this? No. Oh well, you're about to. Oh. Uh, how the fuck would I even look this up? It's like a Doctor Phil supercut, I think. First, I would go to YouTube while Bill gets another dab ready. My favorite part. Of the podcast is when I explain what's happening. <laughs> uh, what am I looking up? Dr. Phil Supercut. Thank you. That weed fucking. Oh, doc- uh, did you guys hear about the DCU? Dr. Phil is losing it, is my number one thing. The DCU? The DCEU? No. <laughs> The, the 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 DC entitled universe or whatever the fuck they call it their movie universe no they're Nobody, looking for new Batman yeah. and Superman they're doing a full reboot oh okay no, for the hundredth time with Superman fuck out of here yeah fuck same, Superman. same with Batman I mean come on guys but Kevin Smith brought <laughs> up a great point which I think is gaining some traction is that uh, he suggested John Hamm for the role of Batman 
Ooh, yeah, which, I like that. Yeah, John Hamm would. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure about Batman, but he would 100% make a perfect Bruce Wayne. Yeah, absolutely. He's kind of older than most of the Batmans now at this point. Like, it would have to be like a like a more grizzled Batman, like a yeah. later in life, like nearing retirement Batman. I think he could still. I think he could still pull it off. He could still pull off mid 30s. I think. Yeah. With the right like oh, makeup. Oh no, dude! You guys. What? Totally. He could still totally pull off a Batman. Yeah. I don't know how good he would do as Batman. We'd have to see how he played it, but he'd be he, the perfect yeah. Bruce Wayne character. I mean, I've never seen him in like any sort of action role. I've seen him do a lot of comedy. He's, he's he's really funny in comedy, and I mean, obviously he was Donald Draper, but yeah, it would be interesting. Yeah, he's good and he's funny too. So, like you said, yeah. And uh, that's you know the the comic relief of Bruce Wayne is important too, like his cockiness and. Yeah, see, they never really played that up, and if they Michael would've, Keaton like, did like the best. I think Michael Keaton did the best Bruce Wayne, where he was just kind of like he was like charismatic, but also like a bit of a douchebag. Yeah, I'd like to see him like just kind of like, um, you know, he's like this really rich, sheltered guy. So he had like it would be just kind of funny if he couldn't really relate completely to like actual like day-to-day life of normal people yeah i think that's what it was just occasionally put in situations where he has to like (laughs) you know like i think navigate a grocery store or something you know what i mean i think that's kind of how the michael keaton one was like he didn't understand he like went to pay for something or something like that like didn't understand how money right right and he's not like intentionally just a a prick but he he would you know address someone as you there (laughs) dude i went to there Boy, I I went to uh, Chevron the other day. I gotta tell a story before we start this Doctor Phil video. <laughs> I went to Chevron the other day, and there's this like young kid working the counter, and the lady goes, uh, "He, she's like, do you know how to do the lottery? Like how to fill out the lottery paper?" And he was like, "I'm 17. I don't know how to do the lottery." And he was like, "Yeah, sorry." And she was like, "Okay." So she leaves, and uh, the next guy is like uh you know goes up to pay for his shit he doesn't say anything about it at all and the kid's like yeah my family doesn't need that like my family doesn't need to play the lottery and he was like oh did you already win the lottery and he was like no we own four businesses so like we don't need that we have money and he was like oh okay well i guess you kind of won the lottery then you know and he was like i guess so but you know we don't need that and then he's like, okay, have a good day. And he like leaves. So I go up there and he's like, do you know how to do the lottery? And I was like, what, your job? Like you're part of it? And he was like, no, like fill it out. And I was like, no, man, I don't, I don't play the lottery, dude. My, my family has money. And he was like, mine too. And I was like, yeah, we own businesses, man. And he was like, yeah, my, my family owns four businesses. My dad owns a winery. Like we don't play the lottery. And I was like, yeah, I feel you. And then he was like, uh, my dad owns this winery. And then he was like, what, what, what does your family own? And I was like, oh, my family doesn't really own any businesses, man. I was just making fun of you. And then the lady behind me like starts busting up. She's like some old lady just starts laughing at him. And he was like, really? And I was like, yeah, man, I was just, you know, you seem horrible. So I thought that I would make fun of you. Have a good day. And then just turned around and left. And it was great. And I think I'm going to bring it up every time I go in there now. Nice. It was a lot of fun. So fuck that kid. If you're That's listening, pretty good. I appreciate that story, Mikey. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun. You're welcome. 
All right, now appreciate this Dr. Phil supercut called Dr. Phil Has Lost His Mind. Today on an all-new Dr. Phil. <laughs> 420. The four of y'all to start playing bridge. Oh, I don't want to play that game. It's difficult when you get... Oh, ready. here it comes. <laughs> You're going for it like Jesse went for the train. I mean, it's 4,000 submarines. Rest feeding a rabbit. Come on. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's my life. It's my life. And I've been living my life their way my whole life. I am I am suffering now. I've had an abortion at 22 weeks last year. He doesn't know. How would I know so that? when I want Sarah, evidence oh, against Sarah, me, it's like a helmet. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> What are you thinking of me now, bitches? What are you thinking of me now, bitches? I think I know what's going on with you, and I, I think... Do you want to know what I think? What do you think? I think I see clear what's going on with you. Do you want to know? Of course. Because to me, it's so clear, it's just screaming like flashing lights over your head. And what does that mean? Do you want to know? Yes. <laughs> Outrageous. <laughs> Coming up. The first time that I saw Mark, we had the sexual chemistry going there. So. Okay, bitch, watch this. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is happening? <laughs> you can't tell him where to pee. Tomorrow on an all new Dr. Phil. Am I ugly? Do I have to answer that? I don't think I'm ugly. You're just older. <laughs> you're, you're just running your mouth. I don't care if you don't like me because I don't like you. I feel like that wasn't edited at all. That just seemed like a legit thing that happened with him and those kids. <laughs> right. Dr. Phil. Are you signed with Interscope? I'm signed with I know the people in Interscope Records. Dr. Dre, Redman, Method Man, Too Short, DMX, and... None of those people are on Interscope besides, <laughs> besides they, Dr. They say Dre. they don't know you at all. Redmond. If I could train you and Redmond. show people what we did with you, it would be awesome. Yeah. I'm going to change what's going on in your body, what's going on in your life. Because I've been waiting for something to happen. I've been waiting for a game changer. I've been waiting for a deal breaker since 10 years ago. You, you give me your body, and I'm going to take over your job, okay? It's you and me. He's out. 
he's gonna fuck that lady. <laughs> you say, give me your body, and then they told the other guy. And so he's like <laughs> cucking that guy. Yep, and he's like, I'm gonna take over On your job. On national television, he's cucking that guy. Yeah, that's 100 percent what he did. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. So yes, Bill. To answer your question, I watched Doctor Phil. Apparently, it's kind of uh, entertaining when you watch it after it's been, you know, cut and pasted by somebody with, you know, clips completely out of context with yeah. no context. <laughs> well, look at this bitch, <laughs> and then he's just on a motorcycle for some reason. <laughs> That's good. Uh, let's see. So, um, you were, I think you were talking about house, house on, house on hill, haunted hill house. Yeah. I need to watch that. I'm going to watch that right now. I'm just going to start watching it mid podcast. So first episode right now. Uh, oh shit before we get out of here I almost forgot yeah wrenches and gears wrenches and gears wrenches and gears we're talking wrenches and gears son of a son of a wrenches and gears I'm a son of a son of a son of a son Wrenches and gears, we're talking wrenches and gears. All right, welcome to Wrenches and Gears, everybody. The number one car show. We talk cars here. We talk wrenches. We talk everything, man. Okay, yeah. So, uh, whether that's you know a cold beer while you're you're wrenching your 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 nuts, uh huh, or or if it's a or a warm rear, yeah, while you're turning your gear, yep. Yep, gears. <laughs> gears, yep, <laughs> gears. Uh, today on Wrenches and Gears, we have a special guest, William Waffles. What up? Come on, Stas. You have a beard, which uh, means that you are well-versed in cars, I believe. Yep, it's, that could only mean one thing. You know oil changes. You know you man, know you know man stuff. You know man things. Man things. Yeah. yeah. You could probably, you know, machete through a trail if you had I to. I have. Yeah, you know, you could uh, change a flat tire. You could change some, change some brakes on your you car. You fist like fought that. a lion. Yeah, uh-huh. I have not done that. You you got in a in a biting match with Vladimir Putin. <laughs> Where you guys tied I would, your I would definitely win that. Tied your hands behind each other's behind your backs and just beat each other to the death. That's just brutal. I think that you've mined coal in West Virginia for a period of. Two years or more. So I think that I, you I are. That. I think yeah. that you're a perfect guest for today's show. Today we're talking about my roommate's car. My roommate, a girl. Okay, let's talk about this. <laughs> oh man, I can't imagine. <laughs> wow. I mean, so. say no more. <laughs> okay, guys, have a good day. That's it. Wrenches That's and gears. <laughs> Theme song. Go. Wrenches and gears. We're talking wrenches and gears. Wow, right. that was that was probably the best episode of Wrenches and Gears yet. <laughs> that was really good. We somehow made it back from our slump the other week. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we peak. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know that we can go any farther with it. Oh, we definitely can. <laughs> That's the new thing. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining us on Wrenches and Gears, William Waffles. Yeah. And uh, thank you, everybody out there, for listening to another episode. Uh. 
And then I turned my pocket. Somebody say a tagline. Ricky Tickle Tickle. I, I don't know. Ooh. Ty? <laughs> <laughs> Podcast finished.